welcome back to The Riff, everyone. My name is Amy. This is my first time hosting a podcast um, on The Riff. Uh, I am a, sort of a generalist lawyer here, and I'm joined by Lauren Hitchin, our criminal and family law specialist here at Adams & Partners. Welcome, Hi. Lauren. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me, Amy. All right, Lauren, so here you're here to talk about divorce today and what we need to do. I am, I am. I am here to talk about divorce um, and specifically the process of divorce. So, uh, Amy, I I know you're not getting divorced, but if you were getting divorced, uh, I'm assuming that you would come in and see us. I, I definitely would. Adams and Partners would be my top pick. Great, great. Good to hear. Well, so when you come in to have a chat um, and figure out what it is that you need to do, uh, obviously there's many things that come in to the concept of separating from a spouse and divorces being one of them. So from the jump, it's probably worthwhile mentioning that the that divorce is a whole process on its own and it's simply about ensuring that legally you are no longer married to that person. So when we talk about divorce, we don't talk about parenting or property or any of that sort of stuff. It's just about legally ensuring that in the documents, uh, you are no longer a a missus or a mister of any sort. So that's specifically what we're talking about. Great. Well, let's talk about the process a little bit. Um, What exactly do I need to meet to be able to get a divorce? I mean, I've only just married my husband six months ago. I know. Congratulations. Divorce just yet, but if I wanted to go down that path, hint, hint, you've got to stay in line. Which I don't. Yes. But what would I need to do, Lauren? Well, so to ensure that you are eligible to apply, I say the word eligible, but to ensure that when you apply, uh, it goes well, there's a few grounds that need to be met. So first of all, the court, uh, the Federal Circuit Court needs to ensure that they have jurisdiction. Obviously, they can't uh, divorce couples that don't live in Australia, aren't citizens, don't normally live here, um, or were married somewhere else and all of the above. So they've got to make sure that they have jurisdiction over the marriage. If you were married, say you had a had an escape wedding, a destination wedding, um, and were married in another country, but your citizens here, they would still have jurisdiction. Um, similarly to, to if you were married, you know, you lived in the UK all your life and you were married there and then you moved over here um, and have been living here for continuous, continuously for at least 12 months, the court can still have jurisdiction to order the divorce. So that's the first step. Great. So what, um, so obviously I'm a citizen here. Um, I would meet the first criteria. So I, the Federal Circuit Court has the jurisdiction to grant a divorce. Um, what's the second step? The second step is uh, the grounds for the court to um, confirm that there's been separation. Um, so the court has to be satisfied that uh, parties have separated for, for not less than 12 months. Um, the court has to effectively be satisfied that there is no reasonable likelihood of reconciliation. So say you and you and your lovely new husband separated for uh, 12 months onwards uh, from here say today you go home and you go no not doing this and then for 12 months you're separated the court can then be satisfied that there's grounds but in a situation 
where I've only been married six months, does that change anything? It does. It does. So say you separated uh, today and you wanted a divorce straight away. Uh, In order to do that, you have to attend counselling by a registered family counsellor. So anything less than two years of marriage, you have to do that first. Um, if you don't want to do that, uh, you have to seek leave of the court to do, to not do it. Um, and there's circumstances where that can that can apply, um, but it's it's a bit tricky. Is the short answer right? So I obviously am still in that six months period. I'd have to you know wait. Um, two years or go through that marriage counselling. So yeah, um, if in the situation we have been married for two years and then we separate, but we can't afford to live elsewhere or um, in another place from each other and we're still in the same home, does that make a difference, Lauren? It, it does. So it's, it's a concept called separated under the one roof. So say you guys are married, but you guys are amicable and you don't want to quite go through the process yet or it's a bit tricky or if you've got kids and you need to be around to help each other out and you don't want the process to get ugly in front of them you just want to take it slow um, you certainly can do that Um, but basically what you have to do is give evidence to the court that you guys are actually separated so that could be something by way of an affidavit um, which is your evidence as if you're in the witness box but written down on a document Um, basically detailing how it is that you are separated. So examples of this can be you can detail that you've now got separate sleeping arrangements and you're living independently, Uh, if you've now got separate bank accounts and you're paying for things separately, Um, even just things like a photograph of the pantry because you keep food separate now, anything to that kind of detail. Another aspect of evidence of that can be if you give an affidavit by other parties. So, for example... If a family member or a friend gives an affidavit saying, look, yep, they told me they were separated and ever since then, um, even if it's been a little bit of separation and but you're still living in the same home but one of you has repartnered, it can be an affidavit from the new partner. Um, scandalous. Scandalous. All right. Um, and what happens with Eric? If children are involved, Lauren, does anything need to happen with them? Yeah. So um, in order for the documents to be satisfactory before the court, the court needs to know that there's proper arrangements for the children. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that the children process has to occur. It just basically the court has to see that things are happening with the kids. So things like the document will include details of where do they go to school, who generally looks after them, what's the arrangements. Um, So hypothetically if you guys are in separate houses when do they see each other Um, and it doesn't need to be that that's an agreed position the court just needs to know what it is that's happening all right are there any documents I need to bring in on my first appointment with you definitely so we are lawyers nothing written nothing said Um, so the first thing is of course the marriage certificate Um, you'd bring that in we would make a certified copy of it and that goes along with the actual application So the other thing is that if you're not a citizen, um, we'd need to get some sort of evidence about your residency. So that can be things like rates notices or a lease agreement or even just a a visa copy or something like that, just so that we can show the court that the jurisdiction is met. But other than that, it's it's not really a a document heavy process. Uh, The only thing would be that if 
you are separated under the one roof, uh, the type of material to start that process can be provided on the first conference. Great. So um, it sounds like I'm eligible and I've got all of the paperwork because there's only really one thing I needed to have. Um, So what's next? Where to from now, Lauren? Yeah, perfect. So say we get all of that up and running, documents are signed, they're filed. From there, we obviously should probably let your husband know that you're doing it. Oh, So um, we would then undertake what's called service, which is where you have to prove to the court that the other person knows that the application's filed. Now, that can simply be done through through ourselves. So we would send around what's called a process server, which is somebody that would go to him and say, here are these documents, you have now been served. Oh, so like the TV shows. Just like the TV shows. The only area of law which is accurate in TV. Um, there you go. That's it. So they would then file a document with the court to show that that has occurred. Um, now... If hypothetically we can't find him, he's done the runner because he wants to always be married to. Um, and who wouldn't loan? That's it. That's it. It's a blessing. So if we can't find him, what we can do in the alternative is make an application for substituted service or to get rid of the service requirement, which is just basically us making an application to the court saying, can we just email it? And once that happens, it's fine. Perfect. Um, now, do I need to attend court? potentially is the short answer so particularly after covid the courts are looking at what they're going to do Uh, if there's children generally speaking the court says come come and let's make sure it's all good the main reason being is that the court will say is the things that are happening in this document still happening with the children Um, but otherwise what can happen is your lawyers can attend for you so um, i can rock up on your behalf great So other than that, um, we go there or go there by phone or whatever it may be and the court will make the order and the divorce will be in effect one calendar month from the date of the attendance. Wow, that's that's perfect. That's so quick. Yeah. Thanks for that, Lauren. Now that that's all sorted, uh, if any of our listeners would like to know about property arrangements or parenting arrangements, then they can go back to our previous podcast, Family Feuds. All right, Lauren, um, now that we've that concludes our podcast, um, how can the listeners give us feedback? Well, funny you should ask, Amy, but the listeners can give feedback by either going to any of our socials on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, all of the above. Um, you just search for Adams and Partners Lawyers or you can send an email to info at adamslawyers.com.au. We'd greatly appreciate any feedback you can give. And if you have any suggested topics for podcasts, that would also be great. Thank you very much, everyone, for joining us. And thank you, Lauren, for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. See you next time, guys. Bye.